to Relationship Rescue, the podcast. My name is Heather Carter, and I am a relationship expert coach. Um, And I want you to remember something that I tell my clients and um, everyone that I speak to about relationships. A relationship really does begin with you. And today we're going to talk all about what does a conscious partnership mean and how can it help you and your relationship thrive? And whether or not you're going to stay in this marriage or this relationship, these are excellent tips and strategies that you need to learn and to know and to utilize in order to have excellent relationships in the future. So let's get going. Okay, so what is a conscious partnership? Well, it's a relationship that is mutually supportive and it you know it fosters the psychological and spiritual growth of both individuals. So it's you know it's when both individuals focus on the partnership consciously as well as they they can they take a deep look into themselves and how they are either creating peace, joy, love and happiness within the relationship or anger, resentment, um, sadness, and in all the things we don't want. So one of the first things that we need to do in order to be in a conscious relationship is, you know, to create an accurate image of your partner. You know, let's, let's start looking at our partner clearly, the good, the bad, the ugly, and recognize, you know, the patterns of what they need, what they are showing you, you know, uh, they have, they are just like you. Your partner is just like you. They want to be loved deeply, appreciated. They want to be shown love. They want to feel safe. They want to feel like they belong in this relationship. No different than you are. So what you need to start doing is recognize that they're the great things about them and the things that you might not like, but accept all of them. Okay. And and if there are things that you cannot accept, then you need to maybe get a third party, you know, involved to help you guys accept those things that are hard to accept. So what, you know, what, what happens is we, we start to see that our partner as our savior. And in the beginning, and I've talked about this before, we don't deny their negative traits, the things that we don't like about them, because we want them to fit into our narrative about what we want. So we focus on all of the great things, you know, the greatest things that we love about them in the beginning of the relationship. And we ignore the things that are, you know, big, huge red flags, because again, we want you know, we want them to fit in with our narrative, but here it's, it's a partnership involves two people. It's not just about you. So what you're, when, while you're focusing on what you need, you're not giving your partner what they need. And it's a give and take relationship. See, when you recognize their negative traits and ask yourself, what am I not you know, dealing with here? What is a reasonable request for me to make? How can I ask my, you know, partner to sit down and to talk about this? You know, when you start asking those questions to yourself first, and you start recognizing things that you might not like about them, then maybe you can start looking within yourself too. Because marriage is, is, is about two people 
growing together. It's not about a relationship is not about, you know, two emotional um, invalids coming together at the hip to um, to live in sadness and anger. No, no, no. It's about growing through your power struggles, helping each other, accepting each other. You know, communication is the key to this. Okay, so you, you need to be able to communicate in a way that makes you feel heard and listen in a way that makes your partner feel heard. So you have to, you know, develop clear channels of communication. And the most important thing for you to learn is how your partner communicates and how you can learn to communicate effectively with each other. You see, we all have different styles of communication. And that is where, you know, the biggest hurdle. Some of us want to talk about um, the problem right now. We want to get to the bottom of it right now, while others, you know what, they need time to go sit down, reflect, and calm down. Well, if you have one person demanding to speak right now and to get this done, and the other saying, no, I won't, I need to go sit down. Well, those are two completely different ways of communicating, right? Well, what happens is in the power struggle, each person, you know, digs their heels in and the communication breaks down. Well, we have to learn how to communicate. We have to learn how to, you know, um, to to effectively get our needs across again while also meeting the needs of your partner. So you need to start using things like I statements. And it's not selfish. See, when you feel that none of your needs are getting met, you start reacting. So if you if you don't, you know, feel that you like you can say, I need this, I feel this, you're going to get angry. And then you're going to get resentful. Then that's when the affairs start, the fights, the power struggles, and finally you end up in despair and near the end of the relationship or divorce of the marriage. So we what we what we want to do is we want to shift, okay, from reactive living to proactive living. Okay, so let me say that again. We want to shift from reactive living to proactive living. So you need to become intentional with your words. So, so you start being proactive instead of reactive. Because when we react in anger without thinking, it causes a disconnection. And remember what I, you know, I always say this, I tell my clients, you know, I, I need you, I need to find ways to connect my clients again. Um, because we want to be connected. Humans, humans thrive when we're connecting with others. And so many things in the marriage and relationships that we're doing cause us to be disconnected, not connected. So, so you need to value your partner's needs and wishes as well as your own. You know, as you meet their needs, I promise you they will meet your needs. You, know, uh, you start making your relationship, your marriage, a safe place. You know, if they need to come and speak to you about something you know, listen, you know, you don't need to offer solutions. You know, just listen to what they're saying. Don't nod your head and pretend you're listening. See, people see right through that. And, you know, and, and what, the, what does that do that makes them feel like they mean nothing to you? And they also feel you're dishonest and they, they don't trust you anymore and they feel irrelevant. 
So when your partner comes to you to talk to you about something, whether it's a work issue or whatever it is, any type of issue, just listen. You don't need to um, offer the solutions. You don't need to be the answer. They really want you to just listen, to be consciously there. Don't pretend like you're there. If you can't stop and listen, you know, uh, then because you don't care because they, they bother you or they bug you or they exasperate you, then you're in the wrong relationship or the, or the person with you is in the wrong relationship because you're not respecting them. Okay. So find more ways that you can be loving, be present, nurture the relationship. Don't sabotage it. Start shining a, a light on all of the amazing things that you love about your partner. And tell them, what do you love about your partner? Tell them, I love when you, I love when you, I love when you, okay, don't stop at one, you know, D tell them, make them feel good, make them feel loved. You know, the one thing is, is you have to be honest, honest with yourself and honest with them, S you know, shift from judgment to curiosity, stop making assumptions. You know, when we make assumptions, 90% of the wrong, 90% of the time we're wrong. We have made the wrong assumption because we start telling stories to ourselves. You know, the automatic negative thoughts start, you know, happening and we create these realities that are not really reality. So you've got to really um, start being curious about your partner again. You know, what, what is it that they love now? You know, talk to them, sit down and talk to them, ask them how their day was and listen. That's the key listening. And I promise you, when you show them respect, respect will be shown back to you. Stop wishing and wanting, you know, something from them. You know, you, you can't just wish and want and also not show them something that you wish and want. You know, it's always, um, it's always a, it's a, it's always the best policy is to always be honest, be honest. And if you can't be honest in your relationship, again, you're in the wrong relationship, you know, you, and you also have to understand that, you know, a lot of people that come, I work with have come to me years and years after they've been together and they might say things like, he just, he never, he or she never takes my birthday seriously. I never get anything on my birthday, you know? Well, here's my question. In the beginning, did they take your birthday seriously? Was Were birthdays made a big deal? In the beginning, were anniversaries made a big deal? In the beginning, were certain holidays, you know, a big deal? If they never were, you know, if, if you were never acknowledged with grandiose love and plans on your birthday back then, you can't expect that to change 10 years later. Now you're just looking for things to be angry and mad about. Now, however, if the first five, 10 years of your relationship, you know, or two or three even, uh, you know, your birthdays, you know, involved flowers and dinners out and all of these great things, and then all of a sudden it all stopped, there's a problem. There's a massive disconnection going on. And, you know, the, and that is when you have a big problem. When all of a sudden the, the great things that you once loved, about your relationship, stop. That is a problem. 
So, but start having this realistic view, okay? And I just showed you what a realistic view is. Realistic view, again, is the first few years of a, you know, relationship, marriage, these things were happening and all of a sudden they just stopped happening. That's a realistic view. An unrealistic view is to think that something is going to happen that never, ever did happen with your, in, within your relationship. You know, a, a relationship requires love, dedication, commitment, and all of those things. And no, it's not easy. And part of the problem is we're going into marriages and relationships thinking it's supposed to be one thing and then it's something else. Well, guess what? It's going to be that something else. Life is not smooth. Why would relationships be smooth? You know, you need to start it being you two, us, connected. You know, think of holding hands. You're holding hands, you two against the world not you two against each other and against the world. That won't work. That's not a relationship. You know, when you, when it can become you two holding hands and you two facing the world together, that is when life and your relationship becomes amazing. When you have that partner to share the ups and downs of life with, you know, when you trust that person with your feelings, when you trust that that person will have your back, that is when life and your marriage and your relationship become so powerful and so surrounded by love that you will find everlasting peace, joy, love, and happiness. There will be bumps in the road, but you'll get through those bumps in the road. There will there'll be like nothing for you guys, nothing. Okay. So, you know, all of these things are very important, whether you save this, your, the current relationship you're in or marriage, or if you find yourself in a new relationship. You know, you've got to keep your eyes open. You have to be real with yourself and your partner. You know, what can you work on right now within the relationship? You know, where do you feel you're lacking in the relationship? Where can you improve? You know, those things are excellent questions to ask yourself. You know, when change begins to happen, when we acknowledge what needs to be changed. And do you know how you get there? Because the pain of staying the same in the relationship is worse than change. That is when you will begin to open your eyes. When your eyes are open, you will acknowledge your hurts, what you need to work on. You will start to file, file, find clarity. You will figure out what needs to be changed. And then we will you know, need to let go of what's stopping us from changing because there are things, you know, the, what we call the water under the bridge, the resentments, the things that made us angry. And there's a lot of water that under, under that bridge that needs to be forgiven and let go. So we can move on in a conscious partnership and learn to respect love and, and cherish each other. You know, maybe you need to heal your past. You know, I've said it so many times. 90% of the couples that come to me have unhealed past that are coming up, you know, they're bringing them into their present day relationship, you know, and with that comes a lot of anger and resentment. You know, we need to embrace new pathways, new ways to do things. But first you have to acknowledge what needs to be changed. Okay. You have to let go of the need to control the relationship and your partner. Instead, be in charge of yourself. Control means that you have expectations attached to the outcome. And if it doesn't go the way you want it to go, then you're going to be angry, sad, resentful. 
Well, instead, let's be in charge of who you are, what you can do. You honor and love yourself. See your self-worth. When you can honor yourself and love yourself, you can honor and love your partner. And that is the truth. And I'm going to say it again. When you can honor yourself and love yourself, you can honor and love your partner. You will also stop being so negative. You'll stop reacting. It will stop being all about you all the time. Even if you don't think it's about you, at the end of the day, we make everything about ourselves. And that's okay, but it can't only be about you for when you're in a partnership, right? It will never work. So the I statements show that you, you know, respect and honor yourself. You know, I do I, I statements, meaning I feel hurt. I feel angry. I feel unloved. You know, it, it doesn't mean it's my way or the highway. It's, it means this is what I need from you. It means I'm willing to look at, you know, what you need. I want this. What do you want? It's give and take. You see, it's not just about taking. Life is give and take. It's not just about taking. If you're just a taker, life is never going to work out for you. And that's just the way it is. You know, I am in my client's eyes. See, I can clearly see what is going on. And if you're not working with me, you need to put a fresh set of eyes on your relationship. You need to make a clear, conscious, and fair assessment of what is going on and where you can improve. You have to have your truth come through yourself. I know it's difficult, but it's necessary if you want to save the marriage, the relationship, and whether or not this marriage and relationship can be saved, this is necessary for you to have a future successful marriage relationship. Trust me on this, you know. So um, again, I, I I really hope that you, you listen to this, take notes, re-listen to this podcast. I'm going to make sure the notes are, you know, in the in the section for you to read. And next week, we will continue on our, you know, journey <laughs> of Relationship Rescue, the podcast, and how it all begins with you. Thank you for joining me today. Um, as always, I offer a free 60-minute call to help give you clarity and to create a blueprint moving forward to see how I can help you help yourself and your relationship. Thanks for um, tuning in and have a wonderful week.